Yo guys, this is segment two, so we're going to be covering controversial questions. Within this, we're going to include something that's a bit controversial. So as you see, when Saudi Arabia, or Saudi Arabia, is it the royal family? Who no. Bought New, who, bought New, no, no, saying, who bought Newcastle? The Saudi Arabia investment fund. Investment fund, so basically. So Saudi Arabia invests in Newcastle. There's a lot of controversy around that, human rights, da 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 and so obviously the same controversy is going to come no but that thing it was mainly about is the state going to be in control of the club or is the investment fund so they had to make sure the state is that the behind state it, isn't the state no, is behind it not they be, found not, that the state isn't in control okay, of but it, let's it? not but let's not be like no but the state is behind stop no you have to say listen, allegedly you have to say allegedly listen, bro listen, this unless guy, you have definitive proof unless you have definitive proof you have to say allegedly let me say something imagine now. you hear this footage bro and it starts suing you Bro, why does the state sue me, bro? I'm just making my my point. I'm saying the state could be behind. allegedly. Okay, cool. Allegedly, the state could be behind this certain uh, thing. But as I was saying, United fans, I guarantee you, Wallahi, I said Wallahi, some United fans, oh no, Newcastle invested Newcastle human rights they should not allow it. And now what? Qatar, Qatar, Qatar's inviting United, and now United fans are happy. Oh, Qatar, come. What they used to call City, Oyo, Oyo Club, Chelsea. Oh bro, we had history. Oh club. We had history. We've always had history, bro. Mm. We're the biggest club okay, in England. Okay, but be honest. We're the is biggest club in England, bro. Is it controversial they're signing they're Yeah, you guys. but I, I feel like his. I feel like his controversial because the Western media just loves to per, perpetuate, you know, that the Middle East is bad, that Middle East ownership is bad, and the Middle East have like various um, human rights uh, awful. Like they have an awful I, human rights record, bro. They don't. Like they even at the the World Cup thing where they were speaking about you know the six thousand deaths, it was it was fine. Like it wasn't all of them. It was just normal deaths that had happened over the years. They yeah, they included it's it. Corruption. And it? I think only less than four hundred died related to the World Cup. Yeah. It was all deaths pertaining to just con- yeah natural deaths. That as much as I hate United, <laughs> I'll have to be honest, and I think it's fine for Qatar to invest in United in terms of. I think it's very hypocritical because you know if you look at London, majority of central London is owned by Qatar. Qatar, yeah, they own Harrods. They have so many. Bu- they have so many yards in Mayfair. Nice they own the Shard as well. Yeah, so like, why can they invest there and not there? Where's the human rights there? You get me? Like, I think that's just very hypocritical, especially when it came to the World Cup. That World Cup was probably one of the best World Cups ever. How much they hated it. They didn't even show the opening ceremony. You know. They didn't even show the others everyone like BBC and stuff like that. They tried to ruin that World Cup. That turned out to be one of the best World Cups of recent history, bro. That was an amazing World Cup. Excellent. No, you know what they said? Those British fans not recorded one, not one arrest throughout the whole World Cup. And that was like no, a record. It was a literally amazing World Cup. But I think Qatar should invest. I think, this, I think it's calm, bro. Like, honestly, I think the media are just trying to push the narrative of Islamophobia, bro. It's literally Islamophobia covered up, bro. I think it's Islamophobia covered up, bro. They just... They just don't like the Middle East, don't like this whole Muslim culture. They don't want to bring it here. Well, they can't talk about like human rights records when Middle East have lower crime rates, way lower crime rates than the UK. Bro, people, women, when they went to the World Cup, they were speaking about how it was safe for them to walk at night and they could just get to their places. You can't even, bro, you can't even trust the police officers here. Like women can't even trust the police officers here. Talking about about Saudi Arabia, human rights abuses. Where are you buying your oil from? Where they buy their oil from? Saudi Arabia, Qatar. Where, who are they? And what are they giving? What are they giving? What 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 are they, they give giving? Th- weapons. They're giving weapons. Yeah. For oil. So where where's the where's the human rights offensive there? Huh? Where is it? It's only it only matters when you care. 
You know what I'm trying to say, bro? Or these people that are talking about, these people, the BBC presenters, oh, Gary Neville as well, oh, Qatar, this, my guy became a flipping... No, I can't, I can't he, he's silent, guy, he's silent. My guy still, became man. an advert, my guy became an ambassador. What's that woman's name? The one who does BBC? Alex. Um, Alex Scott. Alex Scott. Oh, yeah, Qatar, what they're doing now? Oh, she's at the World Cup. She's doing the, she's presenting it. What, Why? Money, bro. Money is bro, more than your principles. That's what you call a sellout. Yeah. If you, really, if you really, if you really stand for something, yeah, then you wouldn't participate in that certain thing. Same thing with the England team. If they really stood up for LGBT rights and they stood up as much as they meant it, they would not played. Simple, bro. You don't kill me, bro. No, let me land. Let me land. Let me land. If I was, if I was a football player and there was a country that had anti-Islam laws and they didn't like Muslims and whatnot, I would not play. I will refuse. But then again, their principles are just a flipping cover-up, bro. You don't care about the principles. That's why a lot a lot of the LGBT people were actually upset at the England team for still playing and not wearing the love. If you, they said, you know, the one love and the armband. If you really represent it, you'll still, you'll take the was it yellow card, innit? You'll take that yellow card for that thing, but you don't really believe in it. That's why. Well, you don't kill me. This is how new the UK media has watched when they were celebrating Harry Kane for wearing a £500,000 Rolex that has a rainbow dial and they were like, oh, Harry Kane secretly supporting LGBT because because he's wearing a really expensive luxury watch on his wrist. That's a message of support. Bro, and and the thing is... This media's washed, bro. bro. Raheem Sterling Sterling has a... Bro, why is that? The media puts LGBTQ propaganda over anything else. They don't speak about other than like important news but it's like oh but they have um they're against lgbt human rights human rights but they never question other states bro it's always the middle east bro even though the middle east is technically better than them why do you think so many people go to dubai now and they want to live a good life in dubai and that i told you like this country's i don't know man but like what i was saying like in terms of what was i talking about again Saying like the media is pick and choose as well. Rashford, violate. Raheem Sterling. Remember how much <laughs> remember how much crucified this guy? This guy used to get no rest from the media, bro. He had a gun tattoo on his leg. I swear they started crucifying him. Yeah, bro. and it was because his father died when he was two yeah, no, from a way, gun. But the way they took it, they took it like a yeah. song. Raheem Sterling shoots with his left foot <laughs> or something like that. Damn, bro. Like, I'm telling you, the stuff is finger. Let's look at Twitter, what they're saying about this United uh, Qatar takeover. <laughs> this one's funny. Bro, look at this one. Some, oh, classic, yeah. bro. El Clasico. El Clasico. Oh, I hate Miguel um, Delaney. Some Scottish shoot, bro. He, some Irish shoot, actually. He just chats so much. But how could he speak about... And the thing is, there's people saying, oh, but how can Qatar buy um, United when they've bought PSG? Isn't that like uh, multiple ownership? That's not allowed under UEFA. But they have nothing to say against Jim Ratcliffe, who owns Nice. And he wants to buy United. That would be a multiple ownership as well. Mm. That's that's four hundred billion. That's how much it's worth. That's just disgusting, bro. Twitter's undefeated. United have must have morals. Journalists write from their MacBooks whilst wearing clothes made in sweatshirts. I don't know the thing is, bro. Do you know Miguel Delaney? Yeah. Do you know who he works for an independent? And do you know who owns a majority stake in the independent? Saudi Arabian investors. <laughs> so, yeah. They bought like a 25 to 50% investment in it. 
Uh, why are you going to want some billionaire businessman when you can have Qatar just has just stashed so much money at you? The thing is, United actually make that money, so it's fine. It's not like. Oh, United something. makes 600 million in revenue. Yeah. That's the only reason we, why we haven't been crippled by our debt. The Sheikh wants to invest and doesn't want to take any money out of the club. This, is, this isn't Qatar by Man United. This is a diehard supporter who wants to give it back. Yeah, that's, what that's what he said. He said he wants to yeah. bring back. Bro, United you know his foundation, 9 2 Foundation, is because he started supporting. He named it after that because he started supporting United in 92. And he also named it after the class of 92, in it? Scozy, Be- Beckham, um, Rank. This thing is going to help you in terms of. Um, in terms of money, I don't think you guys need money. I think it's going to help you in terms of club structure, getting rid of those middlemen and those business cronies. Not what you cronies, getting rid of those cronies and people like what's that guy's name? Uh, Ed. Ed so Woodward. He's gone, he's yeah, he's gone. But and like, actually, getting you know rid of those people that know he stands to. Do know he's going to make one point four million from the sale? I think this because he owns shares. I think this 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 should be viewed as opportunity like what Arsenal done when they brought Edu in. Bring in mm. someone, an ex-club legend who knows so much about mm. football and they can bring in someone like... Because look, the same thing happened with Ragnik. Ragnik was meant to come in as a sporting uh, director or something, isn't it? They put, they put him in a manager role and they didn't give him that after. I feel like Ragnik, as a manager, not the best, but I feel like he could have bought him some. He's got an eye for these young talents and stuff. So I feel like this is going to help United in terms of not finance. I think they got money financially. You guys compete, bro. You just bought an Anthony for 95 million, Sancho 85 million, whatnot, uh, Casemiro, 70 million. Like, I feel like financially you guys are fine, but I think this is going to help you in terms of rebuilding the whole yeah. club from bottom, bi- rebuilding the stadium, rebuilding the training ground, fixing it up. Bro, do you know, we don't, have a big sc- do you know we don't have a big screen in Old Trafford? You have a clock. We don't have a big screen, bro. And like, this would also mean that we can actually start spending our revenue because the Glazers are just continuously taking money out of the club. They took 2 billion out of the club, bro. Since they've bought it, seventeen years, bro. They fund, and they're gonna start, and they start to make five billion from it. They've banked, bro. Like UEFA and the Premier League need to make a new financial fair play rule, like a new one, not just some weird amendment. I feel like they need to make a, 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 a like a univ- like a, a like a constitution, bro, like a financial fair play rule, and every club has to sign it. You get me? Because they're always making amendments, and then these amendments they have loopholes, like Chelsea. What was the loophole that Chelsea found again? They sign them to longer terms, so they're giving them death annually, contracts, bro. Sugar yeah. night, bro. They start yeah. giving some sugar but night. No, but contracts, I mean, that meant annually they would be spending less money on paying them back in it. Find a way. They were st- overall they were still spending some disgusting amount of money. Right, cool. Let's move on from that. I'm gonna ask you this question, Khalid. This is just based on your knowledge or whatever you think. Yeah, everyone has their own opinion. If World War Three was going to start, when do you think it will be, and what will cause it? What do you think the biggest threats are that will cause World War Three or trigger it? In your opinion, just from what you know, what do you think? You answer first. I think what would trigger World War Three? I think the two biggest powerhouses in the world right now is China and USA. I think Russia is in no position to fight the US, bro. They let alone they're struggling to f- struggling to win the Ukraine war. Bro. Like obviously the Ukraine's bro, back. Russia right? have two, th- uh, six super nukes. No, forget nukes. Forget nukes. Just war, war. Forget nukes because war. Well, Russia's the largest ca- country in the world, bro. They have the soldiers. No, for but it. it's not about the millions, bro. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, they have the hundred million population, bro. America has four hundred million, bro. I'm saying. That. Let me let me finish, bro. Let me finish. I feel like Russia is not in the same position as was. Economy cannot handle war in terms of production as well. 
I feel like China, it's got a lot of influence around African regions, South China Sea. I feel like if there was a war to start, World War Three, I feel like the World War Three will start with China invading Taiwan. You know Taiwan, yeah? Taiwan have an agreement with the US that if they invade, that US will intervene and stuff like that. And China, the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, they claim that Taiwan is part of China. So they view Taiwan as part of China. And they're going to invest. They're, I feel like they'll invade. Not soon, but I feel like I feel like in the future there'll be wars, but they'll come to an agreement with no nuclear weapons. That's the only way. If they do that, then we have to move back to Africa, bro, if it's nuclear weapons. But I feel like... Because even China right now is testing Taiwan, bro. Like, it flies jets over its airspace to just test it to see how much it can do. Same thing with the weather balloons. I think China, the weather balloons are just testing the US to see their response, innit? To see if you... Because back then, let's say if there's weather balloon stuff happened in 2000, bro. China would not dare to do that. Remember the US's power in 2000, bro. They were the only power. After the, US, after the Soviet Union declined, US was the only power up there. You get me? And now, China's coming up there. China's challenging the US because US... It's like what, like we said, we spoke about this before on other topics. Petrodollar, bro. Once China, this bricks, you saw bricks. Once China, when once that dollar starts to move away from the US, the US is gonna lose its value, bro. And that's when the US is gonna need all your sign. But I feel like the main catalyst, if there was ever a World War Three, would be China invading Taiwan and then just starting its own, its own mission, bro. What do you think? You agree, or do you think there's other places? You think Russia's in talks for it? I agree with you. But I think, um, no, I agree with you. I actually have no other point to make. I study politics, so I just, yeah. I'm like, I always have to talk about this stuff. But hopefully China does not invade Taiwan anytime soon because I just want to live a normal life, bro. <laughs> I had two years taken away from my life in COVID. And my oh, life has not been... Do you know the US, do you know, do you know you, the US DM, um, deemed the UK's army as a weak now? They said they can't defend anyone the now. UK fell off. They can't no, even defend themselves. Apparently, it's not even, so, a, yeah, apparently yeah. It's not even a tier two army now. Yeah, it's not even, we're, yeah. we're worse than flipping like, yeah, like third world countries and stuff. So, like. we can't be dragged into this mess, you know. I'm not trying to enlist in the army. I to go back to Morocco or something. Like, bro, bro. <laughs> like, but yeah, guys, that's segment two. We're going to...